In today's episode, we are talking about solo trips. I personally believe every woman should take a solo trip at least once in their life, preferably a gift to yourself every year. Well, I love that, but this is the first time Christy and I differ a little bit. I have never taken a solo trip. I am open to the idea, but in today's episode, you're going to learn about the benefits of taking a solo trip. Is there fear in taking a solo trip? And is a solo trip something you should put in your calendar? Thanks for listening to today's episode. We hope you enjoy. Hi, I'm Deanna Robbins. And I'm Christy North. Welcome to Pieces of a Woman podcast, where we explore all the pieces that make up a woman, mind, body, and soul. We are two everyday women who have survived, thrived, been defeated, humbled, and spent our lives committed to embracing all complexities of being a woman. This podcast is dedicated to all women, all women searching for real conversations. We are gonna be exploring everything from sexuality, aging, menopause, physical and mental health, spirituality, marriage, divorce, and blended families. Everything is on the table, except politics. Every episode will be committed to engaging conversations that will include interviews with influential women, leaders, healers, authors, and good friends. Thank you for taking this journey with us. Well, this is such a fascinating topic because I have never even thought about doing a solo trip and our topic today being solo trips. But Christy, you have done several solo trips and you have planned a really big one coming up in January to start out your 2022. But what made you even start doing a solo trip in the first place? Like what prompted it? What made you even think about it? Why did I go there? Why'd like, you go why, there? Why in the world <laughs> yeah, would you, you want to go travel by yourself? Well, yeah. Five years ago, January, yeah. it's the anniversary of losing Taylor. And that first year um, coming into the holidays, I just felt like I needed to have time to myself to kind of prep, be alone. But also, I really did it to connect with Taylor, to just to really be in that space with him for whatever period of time. And so I proposed doing a solo trip to Kenny and asked him what he thought. And he, of course, the supportive husband that he is said, that is a great idea. Let's book it. Where do you want to go? And so I had no idea. I've never traveled alone. We've been together 20 something years. We've always traveled with friends, family, the kids. Um, But I was really looking forward to what it would look like to be alone for a week and do whatever I wanted to do when I wanted to do it and explore. Yeah. So that year, 2017, we booked a trip to Hawaii and I rented a house. Okay. Um, all by yourself. All by myself. <laughs> How big was on, the house? On an island. It was a two-bedroom home and it was on Hilo. Okay. And we booked my flight and got there for, I think it was the first 24 hours, but I did it for 10 days because I thought, you know, you travel a whole day yeah. there, then you travel a whole day back. And so I thought, I want 10 days, no connection to work, just be by myself and yeah. do some work on myself and some healing. And that's kind of where it started. But I'll never forget, you know, Kenny was calling me that first day that I got there. And he's like, hey, do you want me to come out 
do you want me to come and spend some time with you? I could get on a flight and I'll be there. Are you lonely? Kind of going <laughs> through that whole thing. Yeah. And I sat there and I thought, how am I going to tell him no without like hurting his feelings? Yeah. <laughs> because I really was enjoying it just being me and about me. And, you know, I had so many plans that I was going to do walks to the beach, watch the sunrise by myself do some hikes. And it was also kind of conquering that fear of doing something outside of my comfort zone. Yeah. So anyway, he calls and says, I can get on a flight and be out there. And I'm trying to as delicately as possible say, no, (laughs) no, no. And he was like, really? Mm -hmm. Why? And I said, well, you're not going to like this answer, but here it is. If you come out Your personality is you want to go explore, you want to go hike, you've got an agenda, and I don't want an agenda. Yeah. I want to do me for 10 days. And you also think that vacation automatically means sex every day. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I don't want to to be obligated. (laughs) Yeah. That's a terrible thing to say. But that was the reality. He laughed. Yeah. He was sweet about it. So anyway, that was my first trip. Hawaii for 10 days. I will say since then, I have preached, I have suggested, I am a total advocate of every woman should do one solo trip in their life. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be to Hawaii. It can be to a weekend at a cabin. It could be anywhere, but just do a solo trip. You'll be so surprised at the healing that you get being alone, getting the chatter out journaling, yeah, waking up when you want, taking a nap if you want, whatever that looks like. But you so, know. so with that, like you're saying, okay, challenging everybody to do that. What are the reasons people should do it outside of just, is there other reasons people take solo trips? Are there, cause what are it's, the benefits? It's a, yeah. What are the benefits? Cause well, it seems like it's becoming more and more popular. You can, allocate like benefits that are, you know, financially or, you know, I think there are some COVID benefits, but I don't, you know, know that that's necessarily anything you really want to focus on. I I think your, your big takeaways from a solo trip is first and foremost, if you are not a fan of doing it, it takes you out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Um, you're doing something that maybe you've never done before. Yeah. You get the opportunity to really be with yourself. It's, the most self-love thing you can do and as difficult as maybe you might think that it is to be alone for seven to 10 days, it's pretty healing to just be in your own space, your own head, not having any plan. Or you can, if you're someone that needs to have a plan, you can have an agenda for the entire time. I personally don't make a plan. I book my flight, I book my trip, and then I just allow the week to unfold however I want it to unfold. Oh, I love that. Well, coming from someone who, I mean, I truly, because you and I are very different on this topic, (laughs) because I just don't have any desire. You know, it's not that, I mean, I'm sure the benefits are great. It's not a fear thing either. Like I could, I don't have a problem getting on a plane and traveling somewhere. I just don't have any desire so I think everybody's different. I think an age is probably different too. Um, maybe younger people love to travel alone because they get to meet new people. I mean, that's one of the benefits they talk about is meeting new people. 
Um, you're not limited and you're probably more open to meet new people when you're by yourself at a restaurant or whatever. But like, I, I would love to know more because they say like you're seeing, especially through COVID, you're seeing a lot of people, a lot of these articles and the travel is saying a lot of people are wanting to travel more alone. So outside of it being a personal kind of growth, I guess, or a reflection or time to just do whatever the heck you want, not being on somebody else's schedule. Well, I think it's all about your journey yeah. and what you need in the moment. You know, I, I look at you and think, okay, Deanna, you are constantly giving of yourself. You are spending so much time making sure that everybody around you has what they need to do their business, personal, yeah. whatever. So I think a solo trip for you would be amazing because it would just be Deanna working on maybe her plans for next year, doing yeah. a some goals, um, reflecting on your year, thinking yeah. back what you did, what you accomplished, what you want to do next year, or just kind of like reflecting on your life. And so it doesn't have to be a 10 day because you could probably accomplish yeah. that in a few, but being alone and quiet because you're not talking, yeah, you don't have an agenda, you don't have an itinerary with other people in mind of how you're going to navigate that trip. Yeah. It's a definitely different experience. But there's, I think, so many personal benefits from it. Yeah. Yeah, you're meeting other people if you put yourself out there. I'll remember the first trip I took a hike up on this mountain in Hilo. And there were other people on the hike. I was solo. And a woman happened to be at the top where it overlooked the entire island, which was so amazing. And I sat down um, to have a snack and her and I just started talking. Yeah. And she was a woman that traveled all over the country by herself and explored different areas. And I learned so much from her and she was able yeah. to share her story. So that, you know, was just something beautiful that I got to experience one thing out of one yeah. of my solo trips. Now, I have had a solo trip that didn't go so well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you should share with our listeners how that, 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 that wasn't, um, yeah, you should share that. <laughs> I think that was the time that I got a facial and my eyelids got burnt and my eyeballs were burnt <laughs> and my car that I rented, battery died and they had to bring me a new car and Kenny had to find me a new place to stay. So I did have a disaster of a solo trip once. But, but out of all of them, that's the only one, right? Yeah, that was the only disaster. Okay, so I, so where has been so far your favorite place? And what was the favorite thing you did on a solo trip? So the last one I did was again in Hawaii, but it was in Maui. And Hawaii has kind of been where I mostly gravitate towards because it's got such healing powers. Um, yeah. The island itself is just all about healing. Yeah. And so I kind of tend to navigate there um, or at least um, I prefer there just because of all of that. And what I did my two years ago is I hired a healer, a woman that would come to my location and we would spend time talking through my healing process and my journey and what was holding me back and, and ways to kind of break through some of those negative patterns and energies to help me kind of move forward. And as I mentioned earlier, this solo trips really started to kind of like get me in the mindset to get through the holidays. Yeah. So I typically take them in November. And that kind of helps set the tone for Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. And so that was kind of, you know, the plan is to is to do it early to kind of help make that a little bit easier maybe to navigate. But 
That was probably one of my favorite solo trips. Uh, she was amazing. Jamie Lou um, just had such a beautiful energy about her and she would spend a few hours a day with me and then I would be off to do whatever I wanted to do and explore the island and I would do drives, um, hikes, walks, sunrises. My favorite is getting yeah. up and watching the sunrise. Yeah. So had you ever thought about doing solo trips before Taylor passed? Never. Never. Okay. Yeah. It was so, never so a thing. Yeah. But and I know they've been, people do them all the time. They've been doing them for years, you know, forever, but I've never really even thought about it, intentionally thought about a solo trip. Well, and, and I guess you could say that really obviously started it in motion. It really inspired me personally. And the, after the first one, which is why I'm so excited about this episode, is that my message is always every woman should do a solo trip. If yeah. it's not something you want to do consistently like I do every year, yeah. Do it once in your life and just see what happens because I just yeah. think there's so much personal growth that happens in a solo trip. Yeah. So you have planned a new one or your next one. I shouldn't say a new one, but it, your next one is going to be completely different. Do you want to share with everybody like what you're doing? Because we want to do an episode when you get back and share your experience. So, I mean, it's a pretty big deal. Like, I think you should share if yes. you want. Yeah. What you're- so... I was really nervous this year because it's been such a crazy year with the podcast, with work. Our son got married. We just had so much going on. So November like has just come upon us so fast. And I typically book my trip, usually September, October. And if I forget about it, Kenny usually <laughs> reminds me, you need your solo trip. And I don't know if that's, that's so because good. he's so supportive or he's like, we really need to help her mentally so that we can all deal with her. <laughs> Maybe it's a little bit of both. It might be a little bit. The whole family's like, has mom taken her soul trip yet? <laughs> I love that. But I was a little nervous because here we are coming on November and I had nothing planned. Yeah. And I started to think it's not going to happen. Then my thoughts went to the anniversary, which is in January. January 6th will be five years. And I thought, well, maybe I could do my soul trip in January. And I've been looking at these retreats, which is another unique trip that I haven't done yet, but these retreats are in Costa Rica. Oh my gosh. And I started doing some research on it and they're called ayahuasca retreats. So if you've never heard about ayahuasca, Google it. And I would Google ayahuasca retreats. There's so much material on the internet. There's also a lot of stories on YouTube and I've been super intrigued by it and thought, you know, I'm game. Yeah, I'll try anything. So I looked into a few retreats and finally booked for that week in January. Just so happens that it is perfectly over that entire week, which for me, usually the days coming up to the anniversary and the days after are probably more difficult than the day. So I'm looking forward to having that whole week by myself, Costa Rica, trying something completely out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Um, I won't go into all the details about ayahuasca, but there's so many healing benefits to it. Everybody's going to be Googling it. Yes. So Google (laughs) ayahuasca retreats. Anyway, we want to talk about that when I get back and kind of share the journey and what that looked like. So My solo trip is booked for January 2022, and I can't wait. Oh, my gosh. Well, it's just meant to be. I think it's just, it's meant to be Well, time for you. And you think about it, when I shared with you, I didn't have it booked. I had no idea where I was going. I started to look up, and it turned out that this was the only retreat 
that had that week available and it also only had one spot left. So the universe is saying, Christy, yeah. you need to go to Costa Rica. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. No, and I think your story and you sharing why they're so important. I may change my mind at some point. I don't know. I may change my mind. Like I could do a day or two, but I, then I think, I mean, like, I don't know. I just, anyway, well, I don't think you're, I don't think you're alone because I've had people say to me, I don't know if I could do 10 days. And I will say, you know, 10 days was a little yeah. too long. I think a seven day is perfect for me personally, but a lot of women I share this with, I tell them do a weekend. Yeah. If it's a Friday, Saturday, come home Sunday. It doesn't need to be this, this big extravagant yeah. trip. You know, if you're here in Utah, you could go up to Park City for a weekend by yourself. You could yeah. go to Heber, Camas, like yeah, Moab. There's so many places that you could go and, travel yeah. to. And, you know, if you're a listener in another country, find, you know, a place, a getaway for a weekend. Yeah. But challenge yourself. Challenge yourself 2022, if you've never done one, to plan a solo trip. Start out with maybe a couple of days so that you can get a feel of how you're going to do, yeah. what that's going to feel like. I suggest don't make any plans. Let it be organic. You know, people say, what do you do for dinner? You know, sometimes I go to a restaurant. Sometimes I order in. Sometimes I take a nap. Sometimes I read a book (laughs) for four hours. I mean, it's just whatever I feel like doing, which is another self-love thing that we don't do as women. And we just allow the day to be whatever it's going to be. Just having actually that, I mean, that sounds delightful to just not have a schedule. Right. So with you you saying that, so I kind of pulled up some information and it said the, the top 10 destinations um, in the U.S. for solo trips. And I have no idea why they're ranked this way, but New York is ranked number one, maybe because the accessibility to multiple things. I don't know. New York, number one, Los Angeles, two, San Francisco, Las Vegas, Chicago. So all big cities. I thought that was interesting. This is Forbes magazine. Uh, Honolulu. There you go. San Diego, Seattle, Miami, and Washington, D.C. So I thought that was interesting, but these are ranked for whatever reason. 50 top destinations worldwide. London is number one. So if you've never been to London, I've been to London. I love it. But they've got Paris, Singapore, Rome, Barcelona. And again, Los Angeles and New York are on there. So just I thought that was kind of interesting. But but you were going because you were drawn to Hawaii. Right. And so maybe it's different for everybody. Maybe it is just a getaway to have some, go to a play. I can I can kind of see New York. If you love theater or you love the experience of a big city, if you live in a yeah. smaller town, maybe that's the draw. Yeah. Um, doing whatever, I guess, revitalizes your soul, right? And I think that's the bottom line is, you know, whatever works for you, whatever feels right for you, whatever your personality is. Yeah. For me, I try to find places that allow me to do some soul searching and it's quiet, beautiful ocean. I love being by the ocean, but that's just me personally. We did a drive through uh, Montana to take Kennedy to college a few months ago, if you remember. Yeah. And I remember driving through with all of the forest and the trees and the homes, and I thought, okay, this needs to be my next solo trip. I yeah. want to be in a cabin, on the water, at a lake, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And to me, that feels so home to me to be able to do for my solo trip. But that's, you know, my personality. So when you go, do you turn your phone off for a majority of the time? Or do you turn it off completely? Or how does how do you do that? So that's a good question. Um, I do navigate... 
a balance with my phone. And and it's usually for the family because the kids are wanting to check in on me. Yeah. He's wanting to check in. So I keep my phone accessible for that. But it's the one week out of the entire year. And, you know, we are fortunate that we get to vacation quite a bit. And I tend to work a lot on those trips. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the one week that my office completely lets me go. And they don't call me. They don't email me. And they give me that week to myself. And, you know, most of the people that I work with are familiar with my story. So I think that's part of it. But they just really honor that for me. So I do shut down, disconnect 100%. Oh. I don't do any social media. Yeah. I don't post any of my stuff that has to do with the solo trip because I'm really honoring me. Yeah. And it's not about anybody else. Yeah. Well, that's the key right there. And I think even everybody owes it to themselves to even just be able to shut off social media work, all of those different things, whether it's for a week, you know, it's hard for us to sometimes do it for a day, which is really pathetic. It, it is. It's, it's really pathetic. We need to be able to shut off more because I know there's such a difference with your energy when you can just go, look, I, I need to tune everybody else out. And disconnect. Um, yeah. So we talked about the solo trip for me on a personal level and why I do it. But, you know, we were talking the other day, there are a lot of people that take themselves out of their environment and they go away for an overnight or a weekend to do their own personal planning, whether it's a business plan, goals for the year, or just personal goals, and they completely remove themselves. It's no different. I think that's another way to take advantage of doing a solo trip. If it's just for a few days, reflect on your last year, reflect on your life. What do you want going forward? And maybe it's a 48-hour trip. Yeah. No, and I, you and I doing business planning or goal setting with our other job. Yes. Um, that's the one thing I do tell people is give yourself time, like shut everything off and really focus on what do you want your life to look like next year, which incorporates business, personal, you know, your dreams or what do you want? And giving yourself that time to really, you know, because we work with entrepreneurs, they own their own business and more in that coaching role of how, but we don't give ourselves enough time to really go, okay, I need to shut everything off and focus. So I love it. I think it's great. So if you're in the middle of that right now, personally, um, giving yourself some time, consider doing a solo trip. I mean, I think it's, I think it's great. So hopefully by the end of this year, I will have Deanna convinced (laughs) to do, maybe to do a weekend. Uh So let's just kind of wrap this up with saying, if you've never done a solo trip, or even if you have done one, we hope you continue to honor yourself by doing those and recognize all the beautiful benefits you get from a solo trip. If you've never done one, you're afraid. Why would you go travel by yourself? What are you going to do for three to four days, let alone seven days? Yeah. Let it be whatever it's going to be. Yeah. It's challenging for 2022. Book a solo trip. At some point, whether it's a weekend or a week, we hope that you will honor yourself, do some self-care, some self-love. And if it's one time, amazing. If it's an annual event like I am doing, then I think that's even better. Yeah. And we actually, we would love to hear from everybody. I will definitely share if I decide to take a solo trip, but I'm excited to hear when you come back in January. And so for all of our listeners, uh, we are going to get an updated story from you on that because it's going to be, it's going to be, I'm so excited to hear about it, but um, we hope you enjoyed this episode. We definitely want to hear from you. And if you are a solo trip person and have done it often, let us know. I'd love to know where you're going and what type of trip you're taking, because I think that would be really interesting. So why do you do it? Yeah. Why do you do it? So thanks for being with us. See you next week. 
Thank you for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you think someone could benefit, please share. If there's a conversation you think we should be having or a topic that resonated with you, please let us know. You can engage and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Pieces of a Woman Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. If you listen to us on Apple, leave us a five-star rating and a comment.